All right, folks, welcome aboard Tuesday Night Edition, Philip Ward Show. You know, I'm wondering where, where are the Democrats and maybe some independents and maybe even some rhino, never-Trump Republicans, where have they all gone to that went out and knowingly, willingly voted for this administration, voted for Joe Unity Biden, voted for Bidenflation, Voted for open borders. Voted for abandoning Americans in Afghanistan. We have a piece that we'll get to very early on in the program here in a second about Afghanistan. Where are the people defending their actions? Defending that vote? And by the way, you know, fraud or not, there were millions of Americans that voted for Joe Unity Biden. There has not been a single piece of good news that has come out since January 20th of this year. Now, this is in the New York Times today. By no means a conservative publication. They're affectionately called the New York Slimes by many conservatives in the media. They write, quote, this year's Thanksgiving, by the way, we are now less than a month away from Thanksgiving. But this year's Thanksgiving, it's not going to be like any other. Oh, no, no, no. Far from it. Because your wallet is going to suffer next month. And I can't even imagine what Christmas is going to look like as far as the supply lines go. And and then, then you have Jen Psaki mocking it. Well, it's the, the tragedy of the treadmill or whatever it is that she's talking about. And then, you know, we have Biden officials saying, well, there's you're, gonna, you're still going to be able to get the gift that you want. It just not, might not be in the color that you want it to be. There might be limited options this year. So the New York Times writes, this year's Thanksgiving feast will not sort of, not a little bit, not uh, maybe cut your wallet a little bit, will wallop the wallet. They say Thanksgiving 2021 could be the most expensive meal in the history of the holiday. New York Times reporting that. Fox News. Uh, sort of uh, on the back of that piece from the New York Times, they come out with a chart today. And this, you know, this isn't, uh, you know, the whole um, idea Fox News is so right wing and Fox News is always conservative. We've gone through it before. There is straight, real news on the Fox News channel. Just watch Fox News all throughout the day. In fact, you even see Democrats on Fox News. Now, we talking about the opinion conservative uh, hours of Fox News. Well, that's even that though is different from MSDNC, who is 24/7 liberal dribble, nothing but mainstream media, Democratic talking points, bias, whatever it is that you want to call it. Propaganda news, CNN, same exact thing. NBC, ABC, CBS, all left wing. That's why they are the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in the mainstream media that they are. There is no more journalism in this country when it comes to those news outlets. So anyway, though, but this, again, not a Fox News statistic, 
This is a Bureau of Labor statistic, and we have many of them. Poultry is up 6.1% as far as average cost increase. As far as beef and steaks go, 22.1%. Ham up 7.7%. Spices, 4.2%. Rolls, by the way, obviously the Thanksgiving theme and common things that people are going to buy when it comes to Thanksgiving. This is to folks, again, this isn't, you know, conservative opinion or buy this these are true real statistics this is just straight news this is what's going on in the country right now and by the way joe unity biden you want to get a hold of him he's in virginia this evening he just uh wrapped up i i, I guess if you want to try and call it a rally he was just rambling on and on i mean sentences he would start sentences he wouldn't finish them when he does he loses his train of thought halfway through it he's out there for by the way folks for terry mccullough who is the democrat running to be governor of the commonwealth of virginia he's up against glenn youngkin who is the republican nominee folks virginia is deep deep blue virginia which which once was a red state then it became purple now it is deep blue Terry McAuliffe, and we'll get into the Virginia um, governor's race a little later on in the program. Terry McAuliffe, though, he is struggling. I mean, he's had to bring in Barack Hussein Obama this past weekend. And, of course, Obama goes on about his his nasty, stupid, totally untrue, uh, you know, talking points that he always goes about. So we'll get to that um, as well. Uh, but, you know, if if if. A, a Democrat is having to bring in people like Joe Unity Biden, and 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 on top of that, Joe Unity Biden isn't even popular in Virginia. I would argue he's not popular in any part of this country, unless the state that you live in is called New York or California, probably Oregon and Washington, those crazy uh, over on the left coast as well. But besides that, folks, the American people, and 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 we've gone through the polling. To support this the american people are waking up and saying hold on a second here things are not going well under joe unity biden and the mainstream media though in the build-up to the election on top of suppressing conservative speech i mean suppressing the new york post for goodness sakes when it came to hunter biden and the emails of hunter biden and and, and everything that he was doing on account of china and 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 russia and ukraine and all of that nonsense and how you know the uh the prime example being that joe unity biden throughout all of that i mean how can you not consider him compromised by all those countries i mean you know the, the first lady of moscow and how hunter biden had 1.5 you know billion dollar deal with with the chinese bank of china and all of that Anyway, we'll get into that a little later. I'm getting off topic. I want to go through um, uh, what's going to cost you on Thanksgiving. So rolls are up 4%. Uh, uh, crackers and uh, bread, 7.1%. Canned veggies are up 3.8%. Cakes and cupcakes, 5.1% coffee is up by the way i love i love you know after you're done eating your meal. by the way a lot of the older people in our country i i don't know how they do it 
I mean, they drink coffee throughout the entire day. I drink coffee in the morning. I'm all right. All right. I'm ready to go. They drink coffee throughout the whole day and then they fall asleep. I'm like, it's, it's, it's astonishing to me. Top of that, eggs as well, up 12.6%. So you, and again, when it comes to your wallet, when it comes to the money, the hard-earned money that you make every single day, you'd have to be crazy to not want to keep that. I mean, do, do people that aren't liberals wake up and say, well, you know what? I actually want to pay more in taxes. I don't want to keep my money. I, I, that's, I, that's how liberals think. That's their mindset. Remember, America's so systemically racist and it's so nasty the way it treats minorities and how we've treated people and, and Native Americans all in the past. We're such a bad country, right? And you know what's so funny when liberals say that too? Hey, America gives you the freedom of choice to, well, now when it comes to vaccines, right? Ooh, oh, my body, my choice. Can't make that argument anymore. But we give you the freedom to leave this country. There, and nothing bad is going to happen to you. There will be no replications if you walk away from this country. None at all. Go enjoy the UK. Go enjoy Germany. Germany with Angela Merkel. That's a very socialist country. Go and enjoy that. On top, heck, go to China. See what happens when socialism is allowed to keep developing throughout the country. And then it turns inevitably right into communism. Go enjoy President Xi. Go see what he's doing over there to Uyghur Muslims and, and the concentration camps. And, 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 and on top of that, President Xi, quick side note, when it comes to the reunification with Taiwan, which he desperately, desperately wants to do, do we really think that Joe Unity Biden is going to stand up to him? I don't believe so. He said in the past he does, he has nothing but praise for President Xi Jinping in China. I haven't seen him hold, hold President Xi accountable for causing a world war without violence, infecting 184 countries worldwide with COVID. Nothing. He's, he's, he says, well, there's just as far as we think about this Muslims being put in concentration camps. Well, Joe Biden says, well, they just have different cultural values than we do. And he's, he's always said, well, I spent over 24 hours straight with President Xi Jinping. I think, you know, I think he's a good guy. I think he's smart. Even, even toasted President Xi Jinping. You think Biden's going to hold him accountable? Absolutely not. And if, and, and if he takes over Taiwan, which is exactly what he wants to do, I have no faith that Joe Biden is going to do anything about it at all. It'll be exactly like 2014 when it came to Crimea. Here's President Putin. Yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to take this. NATO, Barack Hussein did nothing about it at all. It's been failure after failure so far in this Biden administration. I don't see any sign at all that things are going to change. Now, this piece, uh, now this is in Fox News. This is scaring the living daylights out of me. And I think it should scare every single American, especially 
those 363 Americans who are and, and and that number could be even higher. If there's one thing that this Biden administration, the State Department has continued to do, it's lie to us about the actual figure of Americans who are still abandoned in Afghanistan because, again, of Joe Unity Biden and his reckless abandonment of Americans. They say it's 363 last week. Well, a month ago, two months ago, they were saying, well, I don't know. We estimate the number to be maybe 100, maybe 200. Now we come to find out that that was all a lie. And again, they don't say it in public. They just tell Congress about it. Anyway, here's the headline. Top Pentagon official confirms ISIS-K, and remember, as far as ISIS, didn't hear a peep out of ISIS for four years when Donald Trump was president, took out the 100% of the ISIS caliphate and Qasem Soleimani and al-Baghdadi. You know, it's, it's so easy how, how quick we are to forget about all of that and all the accomplishments that Donald Trump made when it came to the Middle East. The top Pentagon official confirms ISIS-K could have capability to attack the U.S. in 6 to 12 months. How about that, folks? 6 to 12 months. The last time we heard about advancements and how 6 to 9 months, 6 to 12 months, it was about Afghanistan. And it was about the Taliban taking over the whole country of Afghanistan, taking over Kabul. And guess what uh, this administration did? They didn't act at all. When Kabul eventually fell, here's Joe Biden. He's on vacation. Jen Psaki, his press secretary, who spews nothing but propaganda, spins like a top. Oh, she's on vacation. Anthony Blinken, he's in the Hamdens, enjoying life. Oh, well, this looks kind of bad, what's going on in Afghanistan. I don't have time for it, though. I'm on vacation. Oh, and, and how about... Pete Buttigieg, whatever it is you want to call him. Pete Buttigieg, who's, who, when, when he's, isn't he supposed to worry about transportation? Well, now with the supply chains, here's Pete Buttigieg. He's on vacation as well. I mean, when the going gets tough, the Biden administration goes on vacation. That's what they've been doing. I mean, is that, look at Joe Biden, look at Blinken, Saki, you know, Lloyd Austin, look at all these people. I mean, you want your kids to grow up and, and look at these people as role models? Joe Biden literally yesterday admitting to kids. Well, you got I try to find a way to not answer these news reporters' questions who are trying to, and, and obviously I understand that they're the fake news media, but they're trying to disseminate information to the American people. Even if they spin it, that's what they're trying to do. I mean, does what does the Washington Compost always say? Democracy dies in the dark. Well, I, I, I guess they, they are happy to switch the lights off. Anyway, I, I'm on a tangent again, folks. I want to get to this piece because this is very important and is very, very alarming. They write, U.S. intelligence shows that ISIS-K could potentially have the ability to strike American targets in as little as six months, while Al-Qaeda can also increase its capabilities. That's according to Colin, uh, Colin Call, Under Secretary of Defense for Policy, telling the Senate Armed Services Committee today. 
He says neither terror group poses an imminent threat, but that they still must be taken seriously as that could change in a fairly short amount of time. Folks, this is the Taliban all over again for what we saw in Afghanistan. Well, they, they, they might take over all of Afghanistan, but it could take six to nine months. Well, now they're saying potentially six to 12 months, ISIS-K could have the capability to attack the United States. Quote, I think the intelligence com community currently assesses that both ISIS-K and Al-Qaeda have the intent to conduct external operations, including against the United States. But neither currently has the capability to do so. Oh, so it's okay. I mean, we, we, we won't even look at them anymore. And remember, this is the Biden administration that says, well, the, the Taliban's been professional and businesslike. Really? The Taliban. Quote, we could see ISIS-K generate that capability in somewhere between 6 or 12 months. I think the current assessments by the intelligence community is that Al-Qaeda would take a year or two to reconstitute that capability. He says the U.S. must remain vigilant against that possibility. Well, folks, with a guy like Joe Biden at the helm, do you have any confidence in him at all? Do you think, the, you think if we ask the 363 Americans who are still abandoned in Afghanistan, if they have any faith in Joe Biden at all, what do you think that they're going to say? Because they are trapped. They are completely stranded in Afghanistan, behind enemy lines, under full control of the Taliban. And think about this. If ISIS-K in 6 to 12 months could have the capability to attack the U.S., what about the Americans who are still in Afghanistan right now? And remember, the Taliban has a list of all those Americans. Joe Unity gave them that list. Well, if you could, you know, just uh, let these people out. And how about the SIV recipients as well? Lord only knows what's going to happen. But do you have faith in the Biden administration? Because I know I don't. Joe Manchin, who, who has been a critic of his own party, he was asked today, here's a headline in Newsweek, quote, Joe Manchin says he's approached about switching to the Republican Party every day. Senator Joe Manchin said he's approached every day about the possibility of switching political parties, speaking at the Economic Club. Of thing. Oh my God, I mean, how Washington, D.C. Swamp Country Club lingo is this? Speaking at the Economic Club of Washington, D.C., the West Virginia Democrat addressed recent reports that he's been encouraged to join the Republican Party. Moderator asked, would it be would it be easier for you to do that? He said, oh, it would be much easier. My goodness. But is that the purpose of being involved in public service because it's easy? Manchin dismissed a question about whether he's considering such a move, telling the audience, quote, no, I've never thought, you know, what, what, am I what I'm telling you now is who I am. Do you think by having a D or an R or an I is going to change who I am? I don't think the R's are going to be any more happy with me than the D's are right now. And he says, I don't know where I belong. Now, Joe Manchin, that's sort of, he's sort of echoing what he said last week. And this headline came out last week, Fox News. 
Manchin says he offered to become independent if Democrats found him, quote, embarrassing, but still never considered joining the Republican Party. By the way, I mean, as far as Manchin goes, I get it, pal. I understand why you wouldn't join the Republican Party. You want to join feckless and weak, cowardice leaders like Mitch McConnell? Oh, well, come on, uh, come on over, Joe. And, uh, well, the Republican Party will take good care of you, Mitch McConnell, right? Senator Joe Manchin saying last Thursday he never considered leaving the Democratic Party as a tactic in negotiations over his party's spending plans. By the way, that was reported Mother Jones reporting that. Uh, he in instead discussed becoming an independent to avoid embarrassing other Democrats. Manchin saying, quote, the only thing that was ever said was that we've ever talked about is if i'm an embarrassment to my democratic colleagues my caucus the president being the democratic leader of the democrat party charles e schumer and all of them he said i said me being a moderate centrist democrat there's a lot to unpack there moderate centrist democrat well 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 hold on a second you okay you can be moderate and centrist but Democrat, <laughs> come on, Joe, there is nothing moderate about this Democratic Party. Open borders, socialism, vaccine mandates, leaving Americans in Afghanistan. There ain't nothing moderate about this Democratic Party. Three, talking about trillions of dollars in infrastructure spending. What is so moderate about that? Oh, but Joe Manchin, though, right? He said, well, well, I got to stand up for my constituents in West Virginia. He says, I can only go as high as uh, $1.5 trillion. We're still talking trillions of dollars after we've already spent $6 trillion when it came to COVID relief. You know, everyone said, well, uh, this is all because of COVID, uh, COVID, COVID, COVID. No, it is not. It is all because as far as businesses being shut down and, and, and the excuse of supply chains, you know, that say, well, it's all because of COVID. It's all because of the pandemic. It's all because of the response to the pandemic, a pandemic, or we call it the pan slash pandemic that again, 99 0.9% of people that get the dang COVID are going to survive. So anyway, I digress. He says, I said me being a moderate centrist, don't know how you can say Democrat after that. If that causes you a problem, uh, let me know. And I'd switch to being independent, but I'd still be caucusing with Democrats. I mean, it, it's just a PR stunt. That's all that is. He's, he's, he's still going to vote with the Democratic Party over and over and over again. Manchin added, that's the only thing that was ever discussed. No one accepted that. And I just said, I'll make that offer if you need it. So I it, th th basically, that sounds to me like Joe Manchin kind of backing down. You know, he, he, he stands on firm ground. And he says, well, I'm going to stand up to this Democratic Party. I'm going to have them spending trillions of dollars. Then he says, well, uh, actually, I'll just change to an independent if, if you guys are so embarrassed by me. And, 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 and as far as the whole build back better agenda, which I believe he stole that Joe Biden, I mean, Joe Biden, who, you know, knows about plagiarism through and through, I believe he stole that from Boris Johnson, who's the UK prime minister. 
Um, anyway, he wants to spend trillions of dollars. You got Kristen Cinema uh, along with Joe Manchin standing in the way of it. Yet again, here is Kristen Cinema being harassed, and again at an airport. I mean, remember when uh, it was a Lucha, Arizona, were harassing her in a bathroom? I mean, how that was even legal? Totally beyond me. But again, that's a liberal group funded by George Soros. That you know, he who shall not be named, George Soros. But it, it's okay if it's liberals doing it. Conservatives were doing it. Oh man. They'd be considered domestic terrorists. They'd, they'd be in jail right as we speak. Anyway, Business Insider reporting today. Senator Kristen Cinema ignores a woman asking about her opposition to Biden's social spending bill. Quote, your constituents are suffering, she says. Well, this video was posted last night on the Twitter box showing Kristen Cinema. Uh, by the way, who was walking with uh, Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina, uh, Democratic lawmaker cinema resisting President Joe Biden's economic agenda, ignoring a woman asking her questions about the Build Back Better plan. The woman approached cinema while she was walking with Republicans. Oh, ooh, you a Democrat walking with a Republican. Oh, you can't do that. Are you kidding me? Uh, at uh, Ronald Reagan Washington National Airport, the woman approached Cinema uh, and says, I'm from Tucson, Arizona, and I'm wondering, I know you've, you've met with dozens of lobbyists, the woman said. She says, every single year in, in Arizona, it's getting hotter and hotter. We're breaking records. People are suffering. Your constituents are suffering what are you going to do about climate change and kristen simmons says oh please don't touch me i did not touch you she said i did not touch you but but how many times would you meet with constituents how many times have you met with them in negotiating build back better and kristen cinema just sort of leans over tim scott says oh, sorry about this he knows he knows full well he just says well i think it's par for the course and he's exactly right. This is what Democrats do. They they scare you. They intimidate you. They threaten you. They make sure that whatever it is they want passed, they do everything in their power to make sure that it happens. Now, with the Democratic Party, folks, you always, 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 always have to remember it doesn't matter who gets hurt. doesn't matter who dies doesn't matter who suffers but the ends always justify the means the way they go about it that bah, bah. that doesn't matter joe unity biden supposedly receiving 81 million votes and then just a few months later he he looks to me as if is if he's one of the most unpopular presidents that we've ever seen the polling suggests that Joe Biden's disapproval rate it doesn't suggest it, it shows Joe Biden's disapproval numbers are terrible. Joe Biden's polling numbers in general are absolutely garbage. So how is it, folks? Did the country really change this 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 fast in these first nine months of Joe Biden's presidency? Did we really turn on him that quick? Did it really become that bad? I mean, I would argue all the, you take a look at mail-in balloting. That's the big thing, folks. 
you know why why they still want to push masks and vaccine mandates and so we go we cannot get on with life until everyone's been vaccinated i mean even though the unvaccinated can spread covid the vaccinated can spread covid the your whole freedom of choice us as americans totally gone absolutely out the window i mean americans are going to get booster shots now it's not like the shots aren't out there you want to get a vaccine go out and get it you don't want to get a vaccine you should have the right to say i don't want it for for whatever reason i mean maybe you can't get it because your doctor's recommending you don't well, what about those people i mean for whatever reason people don't want to get the vaccine that should be totally fine but because it's all about control it's all about and 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 again i've said it before <clears throat> excuse me when it comes to covid it's all mail in balloting that's what the democrats want they've pushed it for years and years and years covid presents a beautiful opportunity for them to have mail in voting look at does, does does do the american people really have faith that the 2020 election with mail in voting that we can't vet we don't know who it's coming from. There's no signature verification behind it at all. We don't know who these people are. Dead people are voting in the election. Do Americans really believe that that was safe and secure? Because I know that this American doesn't. Anyway, let's get into Joe Unity Biden today. So, folks, he just finished up uh, this rally with Terry McAuliffe, and he talked about Donald Trump, literally named Donald Trump, 24 times i that that's the democrat playbook right now trump bad we good that's all they have what is is donald trump running for governor in virginia has he not not to the best of my knowledge i i haven't seen him come out and endorse glenn youngkin i haven't seen him do any rallies with glenn youngkin but joe biden absolutely has to tie Glenn Youngkin with Donald Trump. Terry McAuliffe tried to do it during the debates, but the only thing memorable from the debates between McAuliffe and Youngkin was McAuliffe saying that parents should have no say at all as to what goes on in schools. And by the way, we're going to get to this in a second. Uh, Loudoun County. What happened there is sick. It is twisted. It is disgusting. And conservatives have been warning for years that something like this was going to happen. We'll get into that a little later on. So anyway, Joe Biden gives a 17-minute speech um, in a park near the Pentagon in Northern Virginia, named Donald Trump 24 times. Now, in uh, the New York Post writes, Trump has neither campaigned for Yunkin nor made an endorsement in the race. Uh, quote, I ran against Donald Trump. Terry is running against an acolyte of Donald Trump. Joe Unity says Biden uh, even appeared to taunt Trump, who frequently boasted of low unemployment rates before the COVID-19 pan slash pandemic, saying Donald Trump is the only president since Herbert Hoover in the 30s to see more jobs lost than gained. He says Youngkin won't even allow Trump to campaign for him in this state. He's willing to pledge his loyalty to Trump in private, but why not in public? What's he trying to hide? Is there a problem with Trump being here? Is he embarrassed? Now, that is so ironic that Joe Biden would bring up, is, is Glenn Youngkin embarrassed of having Trump be in Virginia? Because I'm pretty sure, Joe, 
and this this is on October 6th. This was this was 20 days ago. Headline. Let me read this for you because I because I guess that Youngkin's embarrassed to have Trump there. Governor McAuliffe admits Biden unpopular in Virginia ahead of closely watched election. Democratic Virginia gubernatorial candidate Terry McAuliffe acknowledged to surrogates on a recent video teleconference call that President Biden is, quote, unpopular in the Commonwealth. Quote, we got to get Democrats out to vote. We are facing a lot of headwinds from Washington. As you know, the president is unpopular today, unfortunately, here in Virginia. So we got to plow through. So is it Yunkins that embarrassed to have Trump there? Or is it McCall? And by the way, why would McAuliffe bring Joe Biden to Virginia? I, I, I would love to know how that conversation went. Because just 20 days ago, McAuliffe was saying he's it, 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 it's Biden who's unpopular. He says, uh, we, we got to plow through because we're facing headwinds from Washington. Even acknowledging not only nationwide, but in Virginia, Joe Biden is indeed unpopular. And McAuliffe, Biden's not the only guy that he's had to bring in. There's, he had Obama there, uh, Barack Hussein, who, who did nothing but attack the Republican Party, says the GOP is systemically preventing citizens from voting. He says, quote, uh, all across the country, uh, Democrats are trying to make, make it easier to vote, not make it harder to vote, and push back on Republicans who are trying to systemically prevent ordinary citizens from making their voices heard, he says. Well, Republicans are trying to make it harder for citizens to vote. Again, a total lie. So you have to you have to ask yourself, well, why is it Republicans don't want you to vote? Now, uh, Fox writes it's unclear what policies Obama was referring to in his comments, but Democrats have attacked I don't know Georgia's voting law in recent months. Biden claimed that in March that the law ended voting hours early and from the Washington Compost, he got four Pinocchios for that. Now, Terry McAuliffe, on top of having Joe Unity there, Barack Hussein Obama there, he's had to have uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, you know, uh, she read out a message for him, uh, First Lady Jill Biden, and by the way, uh, uh, Stacey Abrams was there, by the way, Stacey Abrams, who, who according to Terry McAuliffe, if, quote, Republicans didn't take votes away from her. Think about that. Oh, that sounds to me like he's questioning an election. You can't do that. There could be an insurrection that happens in Virginia. Anyway, uh, Stacey Abrams, even she had to come down to uh, Virginia to try and campaign for Terry McAuliffe. Now, all of this indicates to me, one, this is a winnable race for Glenn Youngkin. It absolutely is. And two, well, three things, actually. Two, Terry McAuliffe is terrified of Glenn Youngkin. And three, in a deep blue state like Virginia, there is a, a, a this growing amount of pushback, not only against McAuliffe, but the Democratic Party and Joe Unity Biden. Here's The Hill writing today. McAuliffe, Youngkin, tied in new poll days before Virginia governor vote. 
This is an Emerson College and Nexstar media poll released today showing McAuliffe and Youngkin tied at 48% each. Another 3% of voters remain undecided. Uh, 1% say they plan to vote for Libertarian Party candidate Princess Blanding. Uh, the poll found little change in the race since earlier this month no, uh, when another Emerson survey uh, showed McAuliffe with 49% support, Youngkin 48%. Uh, USA Today Suffolk University poll released also found McAuliffe and Youngkin tied at roughly 45%. Another poll. Uh, this was uh, Suffolk latest polling. 46% uh, of likely voters say they supported McAuliffe, uh, while 45% backed Glenn Youngkin. So, I mean, folks, this, this race is neck and neck. It is absolutely a winnable race for Glenn Youngkin. And by the way, if Glenn Youngkin can win a Republican can win the governorship in a deep blue state like Virginia. I, I, folks, if, if that's not a preview of coming attractions in the midterms next year, if, if anything, it you would hope that it would maybe wake the Democratic Party up and say everything that we're doing when it comes to Americans suffering through this Biden administration, maybe we should do something to stop every single policy that we're pushing um so that folks that that is in a week from today that should be very uh interesting to cover um anyway so now as far so we'll stay in virginia here for a second and folks you know i read this piece and and my blood started to boil because this is so disgusting and it's a complete and utter cover-up now let me read you the headline. This this just happened today. This has been an ongoing story. Dozens of Loudoun County students stage walkout. This walkout happened earlier today over sexual assault. Okay, so there was sexual assault involved by a boy in the girls' bathroom. Whoa, wait a second here. I mean, wasn't the Democrat Party? Aren't they the ones who want girls and boys to go to the same exact bathroom because they don't want to offend the trannies of the world students in loudon county virginia staged a walkout in protest of recent sexual assault cases at the public school system and to show solidarity with victims of such abuse now if you remember this the uh father here um scott smith is his name now, remember, he was like dragged down to the ground by police at the school board meeting. He was absolutely furious. Now, let me give you the details behind it. Uh, as far as uh, students at Stonebridge, Broad Run, Riverside, and other schools all out in county said they would participate in the walkout. Uh, they left class uh, 10 minutes in protest. Uh, according to uh, WUSA news uh, outlet, the principal of Loudoun County High School, Michelle Latrell saying, quote, students who choose to participate will not be uh, penalized for their participation. However, we do ask that the students who participate do so peacefully. Now, here's the story behind all this. Why this uh, walkout happened today. A judge found a boy guilty on Monday of sexually assaulting a girl. Now, this is a boy, remember. The boy sexually assaulted the girl 
in the girls' bathroom. This happened last spring at Stonebridge High School. The boy, listen to this, the boy was reportedly wearing a skirt during the incident. Now, folks, you, whatever, say whatever you want about me. I don't believe that boys should be wearing skirts. I, I just believe that. You know, I, I, I don't think that that's how we should uh, dress in the society. I really don't. And, and that's my opinion. Uh, you might have a different opinion on that, you know, and think that maybe the transgenders of the world don't have a mental illness. I personally believe it's a mental illness. I'm not changing on that either. If you're a boy and you actually believe you're a girl, something very wrong has happened in your head. It's a mental illness, and I believe it's as simple as that. So think about this, though. Here's this boy, enters the girl's room, and sexually assaults a girl trying to go to the bathroom. He says, well, I'm I'm transgender. I'm a tranny. I'm wearing a skirt. It's okay for me to be in there. It's disgusting. Fifteen. By the way, the kid is 15 years old. 15-year-old boy already says, well, I'm a tranny. What's going on at home with those parents? That's what I want to know. Um. Anyway, though, so <clears throat> the girl's father... Scott Smith says that he plans to file a lawsuit against the school system over the matter. Now, it just gets worse, folks. Smith gained national attention when he was arrested at the school board meeting on June. Now, the dates are very important here. June 22nd, in a, this was the school board meeting where Smith was arrested. Uh, he was found guilty of disorderly conduct and resisting arrest in August after his arrest. Uh, quote, we are relieved that justice was served today for the Smith's daughter. The horrible incident has deeply affected the Smith family. They are grateful for today's outcome. This was the law firm representing the family said in a statement after uh, the judge's ruling, the judge find, uh, finding the boy guilty. So now that school board meeting happened on uh, June 22nd. There was an email May 28th and revealed this. Now this month, this email was revealed showing that this guy, the Loudoun County Public Schools Superintendent, Scott Ziegler, uh, knew about this. Says Ziegler telling the school board in this email on May 28th that the sexual assault allegation took place in the bathroom at, at Stone Bridge. But at the June school board meeting, June 22nd, where Smith was arrested, Ziegler declared, quote, the predator transgender student or person simply does not exist. And to that, his knowledge, quote, we don't have any record of assaults occurring in our restrooms. Folks, he knew about it. And this guy, Scott Ziegler, he knew about it and he covered it up. Why? I would argue to push this transgender leftist radical agenda. Well, there's there's no there's no problems that occur when boys are using girls' bathrooms with girls in there. And by the way, this 15-year-old little predator, a there's another piece, a second charge against the boy is still pending. So he gets transferred uh, from Stonebridge and gets sent to Broad Run High School. He's accused of forcing a female classmate into an empty room and groping her. I don't know what's going on with this kid, but
but something seriously wrong it, it is happening to this kid and on top of that now Ziegler has apologized for the system not providing a safe environment for students how about you apologize to this father about covering up knowing about the sexual assault that occurred to his daughter quote first let me say to the families and students involved my heart aches for you and i'm sorry that we failed to provide the safe welcoming and affirming environment that we aspire to provide well no he knew about it he sent an email about it on and again this email may 28th then on june 22nd he says quote the predator transgender student or person simply does not exist when he knew he knew it and he sent an email indicating that he knew it now glenn youngkin has responded to all of this he says quote it's outrageous said the email simply confirms what we know which is we had administrators at a school board who have been covering this up i mean they tried to hide it from parents they've hidden it from the public and they actually endangered students by moving this young man who was in fact being prosecuted for sexual assault in another school and enabled it to happen again this this, this guy should have resigned yesterday i mean it's beyond disgusting and instead of doing the right thing instead of having honesty and integrity about him you know maybe some respect as well just says no uh, uh this doesn't exist we don't know who this is i mean what a what a low life scumbag scott ziegler is god bless the smith family i mean truthfully god bless i mean man and he gets arrested for disorderly conduct this father how would you react if that was your daughter who was sexually assaulted because she was doing the right thing using the girls bathroom where girls go to use the bathroom and there's a boy in there who says i'm a transgender and he's wearing a skirt and he sexually assaults her it's beyond disgusting it, it really it makes my blood boil it really well and truly does folks not a whole lot of things going right in this country that's why we have to fight for it so hard folks next year's midterms ele midterm elections those are our elections we dare not lose looking ahead looking into next week folks it would be incredible if glenn youngkin could win the governorship in virginia but folks would just have to have to keep supporting uh glenn youngkin and find out anyway as far as the biden administration goes folks we have 1,181 days left to go.